Welcome to No Stage Lights, a podcast where we go behind the smoke and mirrors of everything from marriage to entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Janelle Carter. Why are you looking at me? I'm Terry Carter. I'm not looking at you. (laughs) Well, sometimes. I mean, I I have to at some point. Okay, I know, but you don't normally um, look at me when I'm doing the intro. I was like, I was having like stage fright for a second. for crying out loud. Because, I mean, you're Terry Carter. You don't like when I say that don't at all, do, do you? That. How's everybody doing? I hope you're doing better than I am. Oh, it's f- we it's freezing cold in it our is. studio. It is. So, but ironically, it was the warmest day of the month. Right. So, um, if you hear our teeth chattering, why we're so cold. <laughs> um, so we I had a day today. I was uh I made myself what I consider a healthy snack. Um it was an apple cut up and it had dark chocolate Hershey syrup on it, a little bit of caramel syrup on it so, wait and a minute, shredded. Wait, explain to me where the healthy Hold part on, is. I'm going to tell you. Okay. And shredded coconut, which all of a sudden turned everything into like a freaking mounds bar. So the calories are super low because it's like a fruit and then the, like the, Dark chocolate syrup is like 25 calories for a tablespoon, and I used half a tablespoon. Okay, who's going to eat just a tablespoon? I did. Like if you, It's liquid, so it goes far. Anyway, it was low-cal, and it, ta- it just had like that coconut chocolate mounds taste. It was so good. I licked the entire paper plate. You did? Uh-huh, I did. <laughs> 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 that was your pleasure. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Oh my gosh! What you you cleaned your plate? I did. yes, I licked the entire plate of chocolate. Too much to your enjoyment. Yep. Um, sorry I missed it. Now you've got me all flustered. Oh, uh, so I licked I licked all the chocolate off the paper plate, and over the weekend I wrote a new song. Should I tell him the title? Sure. Screw you, music. <laughs> That's what it's called. Because I was having a moment. You a moment. That you did. I had a day mm-hmm. or a morning. I guess it was a night that t- rolled into a morning. Yeah. Um, a I tanked. 12 hours. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it is about the realization I've had in the last few days that I'll be 45 this year. And it feels like, whew, it feels rough this time. I, I struggled with 30. I did not struggle with 40, really. So I better start thinking because I think 50 is going to bring you a Ferrari. Really? No, I mean, it's going to have to. Hey, (laughs) if I wasn't so cold, I'd be reaching for the horn. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's different for men and women. I don't know if it's different depending on like what occupation you're in, like, I feel like as I think all that has something to do with it. I, I don't know. For me, like I feel like as a woman in the entertainment industry and as a singer songwriter who's out on stages every weekend, it's like, like, okay, Mick Jagger, let's take Mick Jagger. For instance, he's out there touring. still. what is he? 80 he's close to set. it. I mean, but he runs like two miles before each show. I know. That's great. But can you imagine if there was a almost 80-year-old? Okay, let's take Willie Nelson. He's for sure 80, I think, 79 maybe. 
But can you imagine if there was like a woman out there touring? Still an 80-year-old woman touring. Like, what's the draw versus like a guy? I just feel like um, you guys have... Good music? I know, I but mean, you it, have it, longevity. That's a bunch of hooey. No, it's not. It really is. Guarantee. No, it's not. Mm-mm. You name an 80-year-old woman who's out there touring and selling out shows. She probably doesn't have to because she probably wrote the songs. Okay, you're you're avoiding the point or uh, getting around it. <laughs> anyway, I'm just having a little struggle. But but then I had a realization. Yeah, you did. And that it wasn't getting you anywhere. It wasn't getting me anywhere. Mm-mm. It was not getting me anywhere. Um, and I had to just. Mel Robbins, if you don't know Mel Robbins, check her out. You, I think I think you might like her. She's a you know motivational speaker, coach, author, all the things. She has the five, four, three, two, one, the five second rule, right? Where you you just have to decide you're going to do something, and five, four, three, two, one, you're up, and you do it. And and I and I had this thought today that life is actually very simple. I think it's our excuses and our bullshit. Oh well, yeah, we can. I mean, at times we can make it more difficult than what it really is because I think by nature, procrastination is a is kind of a household name. So and doesn't it sometimes feel good to sit with your like crap? Like sometimes I'm like, okay, yesterday. Yesterday, for instance, when I was having a bad morning, um, it was like, okay, it's time to, you know, build a bridge and get over it. Come on. But I was kind of like, but I kind of feel good. sulk. like it kind of felt good to be sulky. I think because when you're in that moment of sulking, you can just hang out there and you don't, there's no expectation. Yeah. It's, you don't sel- to, it's you self-pity. Don't, yeah. You don't have to work at getting out of it. Yeah. You're like, you I know? just feel sorry for myself. I, it. I don't, I'm having a bad day. If I'm going to have like chocolate cake or something, it's just because I'm having a bad, it's like, it allows you to kind of go off the rails for a minute, which I think is all right. Yeah. I mean, of course, because why eat some of the ice cream when you can have it all? Huh? When you're in that moment. Oh, right. (laughs) You you know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, I'm sorry that that gallon ice cream is gone. Yeah. But you're like, but I was having a bad day. But I was having a bad day. So you know what? I ate it. Not justified. Right. Right. Justification. So, but back to, and I think I'm going to trigger some people. Like I might trigger some listeners. I might piss some people off. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Oh boy. No, no, no. But I, again, I think that most of the things, I'm not going to say everything. Okay. But most of the things that we deal with in life are pretty darn simple. And it's, and it's really about making the choice to better yourself, to, to get up, to make the change. It's a, it, that's kind of like, it's so black and white and cut and dry. And I, you know, I'm not a black and white person. Mm -mm. Well, and it's, you can, you can do the hard now and have it easier later. Like mm-hmm. that saying, you know, mm-hmm. or you can do it easy now and have it hard later. I love that. 
I love that saying. And you're right. And it is hard. Like, I'm not saying that the work that you have to do after you make the decision isn't hard because it is. It is challenging and it is hard. And you are going to hit, you know, bumps and all of that. So like, let's give some examples out. Let's go with, um, let's go with like changing your life to be healthier and let's go with changing your career, um, to be happier or more, you know, on a better path. Let's start with our, our lives to be healthier. Like if you want to change your body or your mind or your, uh, just let's just say your physical state. You, you, all you have to do is just, you have to just go, you have to just do it, right? You have to make the decision and you have to do it. Yes. Um, it's going to be more difficult for some people. Um, sure. Just, you know, cause not everyone is going to have the, how do I say, um, same advantages as another person may. Okay. Um, so they may have to go about it a different way. Yeah. They might have to modify might, things. Yeah, it might take them, you know, a little longer or whatever, whatever the case may be. It's the old saying starting is always the hardest part of anything that you try yes, to do. It is. It is making that decision and starting. Mm-hmm. I just, and if I, and if I sound like brash, I'm, I'm kind of talking to myself. Okay. I'm not yelling at you. I'm not yelling at the listeners. I'm, I'm, I I hope not. (laughs) I'm having this conversation. I mean, I'm like, okay, if you want to, here's the deal. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about, let's go backwards and talk about being 45 in the music industry. I guess I can either decide for myself that that's too old and that it's time for me to hang it up or make the decision that I'm not going any further than where I'm at. I, I can either do that or I can keep an open mind and keep working and do the work instead of shriveling up and like dying the slow death of self-pity. I can make the choice to keep going and do better. One or the other can't do both i think it really boils down to what you're looking to get out of it in, in the long run um i look at it as um it is a it is a constant struggle and it is a sometimes thankless um and only because it like society paints a musician in, in a not really so great way, mm-hmm. unless you're well, artists in general, yeah, I think. artists. Yeah. It, but I mean, if, if, unless you're selling out, you know, stadiums mm-hmm. or, you know, if you're not getting played every other hour on the radio, you haven't technically made it. And so with that being said, you automatically need, you, you don't fit in that. I'm a full-time musician gig mm-hmm. thing. I mean, just last night mm-hmm. I got the question again. Yeah, what's you know, your real job? Yeah, what, what do you, you do? Know, and the guy was really nice, no doubt about it. I mean, he was really kind. Maybe, yeah. me, I don't know that that's but it's what be, intended no, it, to be offensive. It wasn't. He wasn't trying to be offensive. That's the that's the 
the brutality of it. It's mm-hmm. it's the the common thought of everybody out there who doesn't understand mm-hmm. that you know there's like three three different stages for for uh, entertainers you know you're either a weekend warrior in your mm-hmm. garage you know mm-hmm. say like you you work your 40 or 50 hour week at your at your corporate gig mm-hmm. and then on that that weekend or you get that one day hey i'm gonna get together with my buddies mm-hmm. or they're all coming over and we're gonna just jam out in our basement to me i envy those people i envy those people because they don't have any expectations and they go in there and they are really doing it just because for the hell of it drink a few beers they don't care what they look like. They don't care how they sound. Mm-hmm. They're just releasing, you know, they're, they're getting out that aggression that they've carried with them all week in their, their mm-hmm. freaking grind. Mm-hmm. Now, we're in the next one. We're in the next one where we do it for our living, uh-huh. beating our brains out, always under pressure um, because that's how we keep our lights on. Right. So, and then the final stage is... Mm-hmm. You know, you're Aerosmith or you're right. You know, well, I think there's some in between. Well, not well. like look at the Turnpike Troubadours, for instance. Like they're not Aerosmith, but they're not where we're at. Okay, maybe four stages then. I mean, yeah, yeah but like, my whole my whole point is this guy. I, when I told him, you know, and and the thing of it is, I automatically went on the defensive mentally. I didn't sound defensive, but I was like, damn it. There's that frigging question again, and it just mm-hmm. sets me on fire. And but people automatically assume that we must have something else because of, and I think a lot of it is, and this isn't an, this is not a slam against anything, but it's the gigs we play, the kind of the you know where we play them, um, how we're playing them. You know, we don't have a huge stage. We don't have right, a huge right, production. Right. There's no giant light show. There's no spotlights. There's right. none of that shit. We're just a, we're yeah. just three people standing in a corner. So, so people automatically think, okay, these guys are doing it. They, you know, pretty good. They sound good. You know, I wonder what they really do. And that's, that's an honest, you know. Yeah. I don't, I think we should try. I think we should do an experiment. I'm going to have a bumper sticker made. I think you should. No. I, I have an idea for you. Oh boy. Um hang on, I lost my train of thought. Oh, I think we should try you're turning forty five. That's gonna happen. Very a lot. funny. <laughs> I thought I think <laughs> There we go. Sure you're forty five already, huh? Oh, oh the horn today. Okay. I um I think we should do an experiment and we should try to take a second when Get, somebody past this point of the sentence, yeah, say for the best. When somebody says that, you know, what do you do? What's what do you do for your real job or for your work? I think we should stop for a second and five, four, three, two, one before we react emotionally to that question. I think it packs a punch because we are insecure about it because we know that what we do is maybe not the most financially stable at all times. And so we're defensive. And so when somebody says that they don't mean anything by it. I wasn't offended by him. I was not upset with him. You just said you went to a mentally bad place. Only because of the question itself. He was 
very polite, very no. nice. He, I, I, when I actually answered him and said, you know, I, I mentioned that we have a couple of businesses that we run. Mm-hmm. And then it, right after that, I said, but this is what we do. Yeah. Our main thing. And he had this like light bulb go above his head, like, wow, okay, cool. Like he was like, he, I, think I, I, people, took him, I took him completely off guard. Yeah, like, I think people you know, are just intrigued. Well, but I'm saying, but that's my whole point. Society has painted this picture hmm. of if you're in a band, you know, you right. clearly must have something. Well, you else. should see the picture that they've painted for bass players. Somehow the poor bass player, like the guitar player is the one who gets all the women. Not true. Well, I mean, oh, wait a minute. Sorry, let me backpedal here. <laughs> I mean, I anyway, move along. Move oh, along. yeah. Like, yeah. you can't even talk, I, say that with a straight face. I didn't mean you to. You can't I, even say I it with. Finally, well, I didn't let get all me, of them. Let me just clear this up for you. I mean, the guitar player is the one who gets all the women. Flirt over there. Mm. The drummer, uh, maybe. He might get a little, he might get a little Is this your... No, it's just true. But somehow the bass player, like, you just look at, like, any kind of, like, you know, funny little post or cartoon or whatever, and it's like the bass player is always the one going on by himself. (laughs) Oh, womp, womp, womp. Um, We're so off track here. Um, Talking about, I wanted to go back to just talking about how, if you want to make change, just do it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. And I, and again, I sound harsh, but like you're really good at pointing out people when they have excuses. And I'm telling myself this, you know, oh, um, well, it's really like I'm this, I'm too old for this. No excuse. Like bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. That's what you're feeding yourself, it's, Janelle. It boils down to desire. No, it boils it- down to. Does it feel good to sit in kind of that like I would, but I can't because I've got this bag of chips in my hand. Damn it. Yeah. Um, I mean, take it for what it's worth. I just licked a tablespoon of Hershey syrup off a pl- paper plate. So, I mean, I'm not like the guru on physical health here. <laughs> I'm just using that as an example or like you're in your job. And you need to make a change because you're unhappy. Like, do it. Life is short. Soon we will all be 45. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll go back to 45. Oh. You know, the thing, of like, how you're saying with the job, you just. I'm so sorry about this. Change is scary um, for everyone. I yes. Think. Yes. So, I mean, that's what I think that's what really puts up the wall for most people. It is scary. It is. But I mean. And the things that I've that, that has changed for me personally after the change, and once you you're gonna find you, you're not gonna sink, you're not gonna allow yourself mm-hmm. to sink. Yeah. Um, so you just adapt to your new role, you know, and mm-hmm. it, and all this stuff is like it. It really is, you know, it's work, you know, you know. You'll get the argument easier said than done. You're damn right. It is. It and, really, it is. and I'm not saying really that is. the work is easy. I'm not saying that that's simple. What I'm saying is if you want to climb a mountain or you want to travel to Belize or you want to go on a mission trip and bring 
clean water to a village in Africa. Whatever it is, it, you you can find a way Take to do it. Step. You just yeah. do it. You just have to start. Now, are those steps necessarily easy? Maybe not. Is it going to make you, you know, are you going to have to like raise money and save money for 16 months or something before you can buy your ticket to Belize? Maybe. That's not necessarily the easy part, but deciding you're going to do it. Like, I feel like I want to scream it from the rooftops. Like, just do it. It's just, well, it becomes how important it is. That's, that's really it. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's really it. Um, we've bounced all over the place. Yeah, we have. Now I need to bounce back to what you were talking about with music for a minute. There's a quote that I love and it says, everyone will think you're crazy. So you decide to buy the ticket to Belize. You decide to be a full-time musician. You decide to, you know, run a marathon in your seventies, you, whatever people are going to think you're crazy until you succeed. And then they want to know how you did it. All right. So just remember that. I, but for, for me, don't get me wrong. I got my days too. But um, for me, success, especially at my age where I'm at, and I consider it a blessing to be able to strap on a guitar every day mm-hmm. and keep my lights on using Doing it. That. Using yes. it. So and it's, some- what I, it's what I love to do. Mm-hmm. It's what I hope I, you know, don't ever have to stop manners days. I just would rather throw that thing in the wood chipper, but, um, but I can't see myself doing anything else. So therefore I feel it's been a a success already. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in, in its own way. And, and that will lead us right into next episode, which is, how to use your gifts, how to even discover your gifts. What are they? Are you listening to this? Like, I don't know where to even start. Uh, we believe that everybody has a gift that we were all born with um, a purpose and that to be your healthiest, happiest version of yourself, you should be utilizing those gifts. So we'll yeah. talk about that next time. And we'd love to hear from you. What is it you would like to change and you might be on the fence about? Yes. And did I fire you up? Are you mad at me? Please don't be mad at me. (laughs) Uh, Signing on out, I'm Janelle Carter. The mean one. (laughs) And I'm Terry Carter. See you guys.